Storybud. <laughs> Storybud. What's the storybud? What's the storybud? <laughs> Senator Lynn Ruan is on the phone line now. Lynn, how are you? Good morning. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> oh my God. You know, it is a hard accent to get, isn't it? <laughs> it well, I don't know. I've never had to try and teach. I'm probably not the best person to teach accents because I don't fully know how to explain them what way to do it, you know. So I was just hoping she would listen to me and pick up on it herself, you know. <laughs> she did, though, I feel she did. Yeah, no, she did. I think, I mean, Miriam's kind of bread and butter is vice and character and, you know, and she spent a long time in radio, so she's well used to listening to language and, you know. Yeah, picking of course. It up. Yeah, she was brilliant. And she so enjoyed listen- it, yeah. You guys got a great, re- both of you were on the Late Late This Friday, you got a great reaction and she is like incredibly captivating woman and she's hilarious and you've come together for a series about Lady Gregory but it, like Lynn, you guys didn't know each other before you started filming. No, we didn't. We had a few emails um, when we knew we were going to be walking together. So we kind of, we emailed back and forth a few times and kind of kept in touch over a couple of months in a, just in a very light kind of way, you know, um, just to, to to break the ice but we got on we got on quite well when we met and I think hopefully that that shows then when people sit down to watch the documentary that there is there is a kind of spark of character and energy between us that I think uh, works well Oh no completely I mean you could see that even on Friday night so I mean the the idea of the documentary can you give us a little bit of teasers about it? Yeah, I mean, I know, I think John Ingram and, and Kite Entertainment kind of are the, is the brainchild of, um, this is the brainchild of, I suppose, their, their want and desire to put something out about Lady Gregory. Um, I wouldn't have known who Lady Gregory was, so it was a whole journey of learning for me. And yeah. really, it's looking at Lady Gregory as the first social influencer and I suppose as the two the two episodes go on, there's two one hour episodes, but I think there was probably enough material to make it. Well, not enough material, but not not enough money to make you know a much longer series because her life was really really interesting, and I had many different pivotal moments throughout yeah. um, her life from her from her upbringing um, to her forced marriage to her love affairs to opening up the Abbey to her opening up her her, her residence, I suppose. For all the greats in Ireland, from from Sean O'Casey to Shaw to, to Yates, and obviously she had um, a, a, a beautiful friendship with Yates, regardless of I suppose my own views on him. They they had a very yeah. strong relationship and friendship that produced, I suppose, some of um, Ireland's most known literature. So it was a really yeah. interesting, really interesting story, and it was really nice being able to get to know Miriam in parallel to also getting to know this woman from history that, that I wouldn't have really had any understanding of. Yeah, so the two, the two episodes Lynn, cover her life. It's interesting too because I know like you have, you know, two children yourself and it's interesting because my daughter's currently in fifth class and whenever they kind of pick a guy or a man in history, notable man to study, I always kind of give her a, a woman at home and we do a little history mm-hmm. lesson that way as well. And I try and make it Irish as well because it is interesting and it is really fascinating. But I think it's it's just my love of this is that you've thrown in yourself and you're like so captivating and you've thrown in Miriam and the topic. And I love when things seem random, but they make sense and they come together. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, it is most definitely random. It's random for me anyway to be making documentaries and, you know what I mean, it's not something that I... I knew that I would be doing and I I absolutely love that. I think what me and Miriam share as well is a love of learning and a love of new experiences. So 
that energy probably helps bring the story along in hopefully an interesting, yeah. captivating way because we get very invested in the story yeah. that we're doing. And I think I think both of our styles is we actually want, we do want to do a good job as well, you know. So um, yeah. being able to come together, our two characters, and also learn that there was lots of parallels with Lady Gregory's character as well. Like she was breaking various different moulds. She was battling against different ideologies in a different time. But it's great to see, I suppose, two women from have, that have different backgrounds and then a toured woman that we're telling the story of who has a, of a, another type of background and does sh- showing, I suppose, how our lives ultimately are all so similar and we're all trying to do different things in the world in different ways, you know? Well, your um, Twitter and Instagram became my favorite thing <laughs> this year, and I followed it nonstop. And there's, there is something about Miriam. Like she, everyone knows her from, of course, lots of theater and film productions. And but her appearances on Graham Norton, and she just throws out her brain works in a different way, and she throws out mm. g- these genius moments. But I feel you were really well equipped to to bounce off of her with that. Like you obviously operate on the same level. <laughs> Yeah, like I think we do. Like I think, um, I think now Miriam is 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 has is less afraid than me to kind of say whatever comes into her head. Not that I'm afraid, but as a politician, I suppose I've learned how to, you know, craft my contributions to an extent. Um, yes. But she she she's brilliant. I think she just whatever comes into her head, she says, and she, I think she understands a comedic moment as well. And I think sometimes yes. we're so constrained by language or how we're meant to behave or how polite we're meant to be. And I think she just pushes that boundary to a different extent. Do you know what I mean? And for me, I I would have quite a a dark, wicked sense of humour. You know, I have a very working class sense of humour and I'm not easily shocked or put off, you know. So I was able to kind of take take, take Miriam and me stride and, yeah. It's genius. I think it's genius. So it's going to be on RT1. You don't have a date confirmed mm-hmm. when the two series the ninth, or the two episodes. The 9th of February is the first one. So I'm, ah, I'm, I, I, I'm not entirely sure if the other one just follows the week later. Um, I would That's have okay. to double check that. But the first one is the 9th of February. And Lynn, before I let you go, though, I, like, I don't think I've lived here for 22 years and I don't think I've ever gotten Dublinese. Like, when you <laughs> say story and I'll copy you, okay? <laughs> say story. So, like, we don't even say story. Like, I don't even say story much anymore, but it was such an iconic one. I suppose, like, for me, I open up every question with what's the crack? I answer the phone with what's the crack? I mean, the Cahirlock and the Shannon could be calling me, and I answer the phone with what's the crack? And he just be like, eh, <laughs> the, the crack, crack is there. Uh... So but I story think... is hard to say. Stor- story. <laughs> I can't get it. I'll keep working on it, Lynn. I'll keep working on it. Thank you so much for your time this morning. It's a pleasure. And we'll talk again.